Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Joan Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Wednesday, March 21st, 2018. For the next time, I'm going to bring you the latest entertainment and celebrity news on Donald Trump Jr., uh, Amy Poehler, Vivica A. Fox, Blue Ivy, Trey Songs, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. 85 million adults in America have high blood pressure and are at risk of having a stroke or heart attack. You may not feel symptoms, but the result from uncontrolled blood pressure are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its High Blood Pressure Awareness Partners. Just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, where every day, every week, I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more what's going on, click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to www. Facebook.com slash That's Entertainment Radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T H A T S Entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter. I go by the name of uh, Stiletto 14, Stiletto Like the Shoe, S T I L E T T O and the number 14. And most importantly, follow me on Instagram. Just type in T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S G I B B S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a snowy 38 degrees before i get started with the first the first story of the day i'd like to give a shout out to everyone that's listening on the phone lines in the chat room thank you once again for joining me here on this wednesday afternoon and again if you this is your first time listening to the show welcome we broadcast live from 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern here on BTR. Next month will mark our eighth year anniversary here on Block Talk Radio. And i also like to thank everyone who tuned in, who's been there from the very beginning, who listened to the show. Thank you so much. Uh, lots to talk about. You know, the weather here, speaking of the, before I start anything, the weather here in New York is snowy. Yesterday was the first day of spring. Who would have thought that we would be having a nor'easter on the first day of spring? But uh, it's it's cold. Too, it's not too bad, but they said this is just the beginning. It's supposed to get really intense later on this afternoon, so we'll see what happens. Lots to talk about. As usual this week, Donald Trump Jr. is in the news. You know, you have to say to yourself, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. That's I said it. The apple does not fall far from the tree. I'm talking about Donald Trump, his alleged two other women came out saying they had an affair with the president, and now his son, 
we're going to talk about that. Uh, Amy Poehler is adding, uh, I guess you could say she can add director to her uh, list of accomplishments. She's getting ready to direct a new uh, comedy for Netflix. I'll tell you more about it. Vivica A. Fox has a new book out. And in it, she talks about her relationship with 50 Cent. That's right. Uh, she talks about the ama- amazing chemistry, and she talks about, you know, all the, you know, all the juicy stuff. <laughs> but most importantly, you know, her about her relationship with 50 and uh, how she talks about their chemistry. She talks about their sex life. It's real juicy, and the book is supposed to be coming out on April 3rd. Also, Miss Blue Ivy, she made a bid. That's right. She's only six years old. She made her first bid for a painting for $17,000. Now, you say, well, where was she? What? How is she doing this? I'll tell you more about it. And R&B singer Trey Song, he turned himself in. Remember last week I was telling you about this alleged uh, assault that he uh, happened with this woman uh, last week. Uh, she alleged that uh, Trey Song had beat her down. Uh, she know she has a relationship with Trey Song. She know him for about three years now. And uh, once the report came out, Trey Song uh, turned himself in, um, and I'll tell you what's, what happened after that. So without further ado, uh, let's get started with the most uh, talked about stories of the, uh, the week. Uh, hit it. Trump marriage, Donald Trump Jr. marriage was reportedly rocky long before his wife Vanessa filed for divorce. The president's first son had an affair with former Dandy Kane singer Aubrey O'Day after meeting on the set of Celebrity Apprentice in 2011, and this is according to Us Weekly and Perez Hilton. Now, when it started, they said that it was very serious all of a sudden. This is a source close to O'Day. She told Us Weekly. He told her, Donald Trump Jr., that it was over with his wife, that they were separated, that he didn't love her anymore, all that stuff. And Aubrey fell for him hard. And she thought that he was actually going to, they were actually going to be together for real. Now, Trump Jr. and Vanessa Trump, they married in 2005. They have five children together. Uh, Their son, Spencer, was born after a year after the alleged affair began. Now, Trump and O'Day continued their alleged affair until March of 2012 when Vanessa found emails between the two, and this is according to Us Weekly. Uh, The future first son told the now 34-year-old singer that he was splitting from his wife, Perez Hilton. Don Jr. was very aggressive in pursuing her, telling her again that he loved her and he wanted to be with her. Now O'Day, who has not commented on the report, did release a song in 2013 titled DJT. And, you you know, DJT is, is Donald Trump Jr.'s initials. Now, um... They're saying that the the report of the alleged affair just comes days after Vanessa Trump filed for divorce. Again, they have been married for more than a decade. 
And now, since the leak that Danny Kane singer Aubrey O'Day allegedly had the affair with Donald Trump Jr. during her 2011 run on Celebrity Apprentice, folks are actually taking a look at that song, DJT, that was released two years later. Now, after Page Six and Up Weekly reported of the alleged affair on Monday, the breakout song from her 2013 album, Between Two Evils, suddenly took on a new meaning. The lyrics describe the end of the relationship marked by lies and betrayal, and many on social media now believe that Trump Jr. was the subject of DJT, starting with the title that featured his initial. Now, um, there's also reports that about his marriage between um, Donald Trump Jr., marriage between him and Vanessa, his wife. They were saying that uh, Vanessa, you know, Donald Trump Jr. Um, her, her, they were saying she, they were saying that her marriage between Donald Trump Jr. wasn't what it was all expected to be. You know, she here, she married this man who happens to be the son of a millionaire, and she thought that life was going to be champagne and uh, rose-colored glasses. But apparently, uh, there was reports that said that he's very cheap. And that when she has, when, she, when she's with the children, she has no help. She's on a budget. Uh, when she goes out with friends, you know, she um, doesn't have a lot of money with her. Sometimes she has to borrow money from her mother. This is what allegedly was put out there. And you know, here Donald Trump Jr. out on his. Uh, hunting trips, he's hanging out with friends, having a good time while Miss Vanessa is at home with five kids by herself, trying, you know, not having no help while he's gallivanting and uh, going hunting and, you know, but that's what's alleged. But uh, now uh, this morning there was reports that uh, that Aubrey had put something out on Instagram where she had um, her feet was out and uh, 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 her boyfriend at the time allegedly had put his feet on top of her feet saying, uh, in, it was captioned like, oh, he's uh, protecting my feet from bunions, something to that effect. And the feet, <laughs> get this, the feet, the pair of feet that was on the photo looked very similar to Donald Trump Jr.'s feet. I can't make this stuff up. And then they actually had uh, found pictures of Donald Trump Jr. barefoot or bare feet on uh, trips when he's doing his diving, scuba diving, hunting. They show pictures of his feet that look similar to the feet that was photographed on Aubrey O'Day's Instagram account back in 2012. So it's just really getting juicy. And you want to hear another story. Donald Trump knew this this affair was going on. And actually, actually he told his son to knock it off, cut it loose, you know, stop it. Isn't he one to talk? Isn't he one to talk? But I always say, you know, certain behaviors from children are learned behaviors from their parents. You never know. You know, Donald Trump Jr., you know, Donald Trump, Cheated on his mother, uh, Ivana, with uh, Marla Maples, you know, and he saw, saw this going on as he's growing up. You know, this is learned behavior. That's why I say the apple doesn't fall far, far, far from the tree, you know. 
And now you're going to tell his son, oh, cut out, stop the affair once and for all. And you out there doing, you were doing the same thing. So it's sad because divorce is never a good thing. It's never a good thing, especially when there's children involved. And now it's being out there, put out there. And now there's other reports that uh, Vanessa, Donald Trump Jr. wife, confronted Aubrey. She called her up on the phone and even had one of the children listening in or had her on the uh, had one of the children on the phone. So it's getting really messy out here, really messy. Um, Amy Poehler is hopping into the director's seat with a little vino in hand. The actress turned producer will make her featured directorial debut with Wine Country, a Netflix comedy she will also star in and produce. Poehler has assembled an all-star lineup of fellow comedians for her project with Rachel Dratch, Anna Gastier, Paula Pell, Maya Rudolph, and Emily Spivey. Uh, they're joining her on this call sheet. A longtime partner in crime, Tina Fey, will also be on hand. The script was written by, uh, I think it's Spivey or Spivey, who worked with Polar on her longtime NBC show, Park and Recreation, as well as on Saturday Night Live, and Liz Cock. Uh, Kakowski, who also worked on SNL. Wine Country tells of longtime friends who go to Napa for a weekend getaway to celebrate a 50th birthday. Now, Polar is producing via her Paper Kite production. Polar, who had directed episodes of Park and Recreation in Broad City, is rep by WME, Three Arts Entertainment, and Sloan Offer. She will next be seen hosting along with Nick Offerman, the NBC competition series, Making It. And Vivica A. Fox writes that she had no intentions of discussing her relationship with 50 Cent in her upcoming self-help book, Every Day I'm Hustling, but felt compelled since the in-the-club rapper has reportedly invented stories about her repeatedly. The 53-year-old Empire star says that 50 wooed her and they had amazing chemistry, although he was more focused on his career than on sex. She said most of the time she would be uh, the one initiating the sex because she really enjoyed making love to him. She also described this session, get this, as PG-13, but sheriff and special. <laughs> Fox later found out that the rapper had been ready, ready to propose to her to uh, during a trip to Monaco, where the pair was taking part in the World Music Awards in 2003. 50 had planned to rent out a theater in Monte Carlo, show a print of Kill Bill Volume 1 in which she starred, and then proposed at the end with a 14-carat diamond ring. He nixed it when he felt Fox had hogged the spotlight by signing as the show host. The Set It Off star hint that Uma Thurman and Daryl Hannah may have not got along on the set of Quentin Tarantino's Kill Bill, writing that Thurman was under pressure as the movie rested on her shoulders. Fox also write about her big break in 1996 blockbuster Independent Day opposite Will Smith. At the premiere, director Roland Emmerich revealed that if Fox hadn't done a good job on the first day of filming, she was to be in, uh, ceremoniously fired. Wow. The book is peppered with life lessons and chapter headings like Knock on Success Door, Honey, Hell, Kick It In, 
and the devil is fine, and that's how he gets you. The book comes out April 3rd. Now, here's the latest. 50 Cent apparently doesn't like that Fox discussed their relationship and sex life in her book, and after he caught wind of the story, the In the Club hitmaker lashes out against his ex-girlfriend on Instagram, and this is what he uh, he writes. He said, quote, I'm, writing, I'm waking up to this shit. That was 14 years ago, shaking my head. Who does this? What the F? Unquote. Blue Ivy and her mother, Beyonce, showed up to grandmother's Tina Knows Gala last Saturday in a glittering gold gown to bid tens of thousands of dollars on art. And during the event's live auction, Blue, who's now six years old, raised her paddle to first bid 17000 on a painting of Sidney Poitier and again to raise it to 19000 before her rap mogul dad jokingly took the offer taking away from her. Now, she didn't win that item, but did manage to score another one constructed from law and medical books for $10,000. The wearable art gala in Los Angeles also honored the charitable child songstress mother presenting Beyonce with the 2018 Waste Theater Humanitarian Award that came with a personalized video message of love from former First Lady Michelle Obama. Now, Beyonce went home with a pair of Lorraine Swartz Panther earrings that she once wore to an event thanks to her 17000 winning bid. How nice. Well, I tell you, that the life of Blue Ivy, wow. And uh, police say that R&B singer Trey Songz has been arrested on suspicion of punching a woman at a Los Angeles party, though the musician is denying the allegations. Officer Drake Madison said that Songz, whose real name is Tremaine Neverson, turned himself in at a Hollywood police station Monday. He accused of felony domestic violence. Jail records show that the 33-year-old was released about two hours later on a $50,000 bond. Uh, the the lady named, the woman that's accusing him, Andrea Brevra, told reporters last week that she was the woman Song had assaulted. Now, Brevra said he punched her repeatedly because he was upset that she was talking to another man at a party on February 18th. She said Song gave her a concussion, um, and, and they said that the, her attorney, Lisa Bloom, was at her side. She described how Song allegedly beat her for te- talking to one of his friends during the year's NBA's All-Star Weekend. And the singer, Trey, he tweeted on Monday that he was being falsely accused for someone else's personal gain, and he also thanked his fans for their prayers and support. His attorney, Sean Holly, accompanied him when he surrendered and asked for comment. She replied that, quote, that Trey tweet this morning summed it up. Now, Song was arrested in December 2016 for throwing microphones and speakers from the stage during a performance at Joe Louis Arena in Detroit. A police uh, spokesman said that Song became upset and belligerent as he was told he had to end his concert and leave the stage at 11.30 p.m. A police sergeant was struck in the head by an object tossed from the stage. And the Los Angeles County District Attorney Office is reviewing a sexual assault allegation against actor Ed Westwood, who is best known for his role on Gossip Girl. The LAPD has been investigating a claim that Westwood raped actress Christina Cohen in 2014. Cohen made the allegation in a Facebook post on November 6, writing that Westwick held her down and raped her during a visit to his home in West L.A. She then filed a complaint with the police. Westwick denied her allegation in a tweet 
saying, quote, I do not know this woman. I have never forced myself in any manner on any woman, and I certainly have never committed rape. Unquote. Two other women subsequently came forward to allege that Westwick had also sexually sexually assaulted them in 2014. Actress Aurelie Wynn, she wrote on Facebook that Westwick had raped her at his home, while Rachel Elk alleged that he groped her and pushed her up against a wall several times. In the subsequent post, Westwick said that the allegations against him were probably untrue and that he was cooperating with authorities so that they can clear his name as soon as possible. No details of the LAPD case was released on Wednesday. The case was submitted to the DA's office for review on Tuesday, according to a spokesperson, and the case would not be barred by the statute of limitation, which is 10 years for incidents that occur prior to 2017. Westwick, a British actor, was set to star in the BBC adaptation of Agatha Christie, Ordeal by Innocence. After the allegations surfaced, the show was delayed and the character was recast. Right now we have 20 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every week I try to bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the news and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button here on Blog Talk Radio, so that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, you can catch the show in its entirety if you can't listen to the whole entire Hour. You can also catch the show here on the archives. You can also catch it on iTunes, and you can also catch it on Stitcher.com. Um, things are about to get even icier for Kevin Hart. And what I mean by this is that the Comedians Laugh Out Loud Network has renewed breakout series Cold as Balls for another two seasons. Produced by OBB Pictures, Cold as Balls is a talk show with an unusual twist. Hart interviews all of his subjects, primary professional athletes, and people connected to the sports world while they take ice baths. The first season debuted on February 8th and has featured interviews with Olympic gymnast Gabby Douglas, Detroit Detroit Pistons power forward Blake Griffin, and basketball dad LeVar Ball. Since it launched, Cold as Balls has become the most watched show on Hart's seven-month-old Laugh Out Loud digital network. The first episode featuring Balls had 8.2 million views, and the series averaged more than 5 million views per episode. Laugh Out Loud president Jeff Carnegie tells The Hollywood Reporter that the series has exceeded expectations, resulting in a dozen of calls from reps eager to book their clients for the show. Now, Hart launched Laugh Out Loud in partnership with Lion Gate in August with a lineup of comedy programming, including Kevin Hart, Lift Legend. Other shows include Kevin Hart, Collab, and recently launched YouTube-funded What the Fit, while Cold as Balls debuted on YouTube, where Laugh Out Loud had 1.5 million subscribers, the network is platform agnostic. On Facebook, Laugh Out Loud has built an audience of 4.8 million followers. And the four-year-old OBB has produced a range of te- uh, film, television, digital projects, including the Netflix documentary One in a Billion and Go 90 series, The Fifth Quarter. New episodes of Coldest Bowl will debut on the Laugh Out Loud channel later this summer. And the signature song for from uh, Tony Bennett, Big Bill Haley and his comments, The Temptation, Kenny Rogers, all those 
Guthrie and Chic and iconic albums from Fleetwood Mac, Run DMC, Groucho Marx, they all have been selected by the National Recording Registry to be preserved. It was announced this morning. Uh, the Library of Congress Registry each year honors 25 culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant recordings. And among the oral treasures uh, making the cut this time around are the so- soundtracks of Sound of Music, which came out in 1965, The Ink Spot, If I Didn't Care, one of the biggest selling songs of all time from 1939, Kenny Logan, Logan uh, 1984 colossal hit Footloose, and Gloria Stefan, the Miami Sound Machine sweeping 1987 single, Rhythm is Gonna Get You. The number of recordings in the registry now numbers 500, and it seemed hard to believe that Tony Bennett's I Left My Heart in San Francisco from 1969, Haley's 1950 for a rock and roll standard, we're going to rock around the clock. The Temptation, lovely 1964 chart topper, My Girl, and Rogers' trademark 1978 hit, The Gambler. Guthrie 1967 anti-war classic, Alice Restaurant Massacre, and Sheik's 1978 disco sensation, Lee Free, has been missing until now. Now, the album chosen, including uh, the folk songs of the Hill from Merle Travis. Uh, 1946, Harry Belafonte, Calypso from 1956, and the Carnegie Hall set comedy recording and Evening with Groucho from 1972. Uh, All of these nominations were gathered through online submissions from the public and the National Recording Preservation Board, which is comprised of leaders in the field of music, recorded sound, and preservation. Now, the library is accepting nominations for the next registry on their website at loc.gov, that's loc.gov, or libraryofcongress.gov. Wow. 25 minutes here after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of Das Entertainment. Uh, Coming up in the uh, next half hour, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, we got The weekend, Bruno Mars and Jack White. Those are just some of the acts that will be headlining this year's uh, uh, Lollapalooza Music Festival in Chicago. So I'll tell you more about that. Prince Harry has refused to sign a prenup. That's right. He has refused to sign a prenup ahead of his marriage to Meghan Markle, and I'll tell you the reason. Columbus Short is out of jail after serving just 34 days or a one-year sentence for beating his wife. And Tamar Braxton is reportedly furious with her family. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere. Thank you. 
During an argument back in November, he was sentenced to 36 months probation and domestic violence education. And uh, and this is all per TMZ. Short was already on probation for a 2014 bar fight, so he got a year in jail for violating probation. He was booked on February 13, but according to court documents obtained by TMZ, he was released Monday night from L.A. County Jail. Columbus can reportedly thank jail overcrowding for his reduced time behind bars. And Tamar Braxton is reportedly furious with her family because she believes they're trying to vilify her estranged husband on the new season of Braxton Family Values. Sources close to Tamar tell TMZ she's supposed to be promoting the return of her family's reality TV series, but is refusing because she thinks Vincent Hubbard is being portrayed negatively, negatively, negatively in an effort by her mom and sisters to destroy him. Now, cameras have captured Tamar and Vince pending divorce, but Tamar feels the family is using fake storyline to drum up ratings and frame Vince as a villain. She allegedly is livid that her family would stoop so low for personal gain, and unless producers edit out what she feels are lies, she refused to promote it. Now, this is according to reports. Tamar insists that she and Vince are not getting back together following his Christmas Day arrest and accusations of cheating and domestic abuse, but she wants to remain cordial with him for the sake of their son. And uh, speaking of Tamar Braxton, I don't know if you guys follow her on Instagram. You know, she uh, shaved all her hair. Um, she, with the caption of that she feels, now she feels free, no more wearing wigs and extensions. So she's sporting a, uh, a, sh- a close sh- a shave head now. And she looks cute. You know, she has her makeup on, right? You know, her makeup always looks beat all the time. And, um, yeah. But, you know, this thing about with Tamar and her her strange husband, Vincent, you know, I don't know. I mean, there was a before the whole incident happened. I think you know because Tamar and Vincent have their own reality show, and you know, prior to Braxton Family Values, which airs this Thursday, the uh, actually tomorrow, the twenty second on WeTV, the premiere of their I think what is this their sixth season? I'm not sure what season it is, but. Uh, it's premiering tomorrow night on We, and uh, during their own reality show, Tamar and Vince, you know, you sh- you see where Tamar was, you know, contemplating divorce from Vince, and how you know the whole incident about him cheating on her. There was a rumor he got another woman pregnant, which were all lies. Uh, remember the uh, the incident where the nine one one call where he had bit her finger and. You know, and she talks about, you know, she didn't want to go down that road like her parents did when they filed for the divorce, but she felt, you know, the need for it. And, you know, Evelyn, Tamar's mom, uh, she's she's like a lioness. She's always protecting her children. When something happens to them, when they hurt, she don't play. And she, last year, went on, uh, she did an interview where she, I think TMZ had stopped her, or she went on the record saying that um, that this incident between Tamar and Vince had happened, and she doesn't like the way she's being treated, and that she's going to stick up for her baby girl. 
and uh, that's where it all escalated from there. And so I'm just curious to see what happens during this season of uh, Braxton Family Value. Again, it airs tomorrow night on Wii Television, so make sure you check it out. Um, The list of creditors that the Weinstein Company owes money to has been released, and along with a slew of celebrities. And Malia Obama is mentioned in the 300-page document of folks who want the company to pay up. Some names in the list of creditors are not surprising, uh, including Quentin Tarantino, Kevin Smith, Dame Judi Dench, um, all of Merrimax and Weinstein um, Holdings. Uh, they also include uh, uh, Charlie Sheen is on this list. Christian Seriano is on this list. Uh, David Bowie, Derek Huff. Daniel Radcliffe are on this list of celebrities that owes that Weinstein the Weinstein Company owes money to, and according to Deadline, the Weinstein Company filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection last night, and also reported that much of the list is taken up by businesses who make up the day-to-day mechanics of entertainment, like scores of uh, florists, trailer houses, publicists, and party venues, plus critic groups film festivals, and trade organizations. Uh, The list of Weinstein creditors also include um, George Lucas Company, Skywalker Sound, Gloria Outred, uh, Heidi Klum, Isaac Mizrahi, Jay-Z Rock Nation, Jennifer Lawrence, Jerry Lewis, Jerry Seinfeld, John Legend, Julianne Moore, Kevin Hart, Kevin Smith, Kira Knightley, Lee Daniels, Michael Bay, Mob Wife star Drita DeAvanzo, um, a list of people, Pierce Bronson, uh, Playboy, Rita Ora, Seth Rogen, Stephen King, all these people that they owe money to. So, and they just filed for bankruptcy last night. So I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Um, it's unclear uh, how much Malia is owed, but she's inter- she interned with the production company months before the sex scandal broke. Uh, as previously reported, TWC claimed their liability exceeds $500 million. And a familiar, a familiar face will be returning for upcoming season eight of American Horror Story. The Oscar-winning actress who sat out last season will be joining fellow leading star Sarah Paulson and Evan Peters on Ryan Murphy's series. The Titanic star opted out on American Horror Story cult due to her Netflix comedy Disjointed, and now that the streaming giant uh, has con- canceled the comedy, Kathy is available for the new season of the FX Anthology series. Um, Kathy Bates first appeared in the third season of the series titled Coven, and she starred in the next four seasons until Rona. In the sixth season, the great Gilly Hoskin actress portrayed dual roles playing Thomason White and Agnes Mary Winston. The eighth season of American Horror Story reportedly will be titled Radioactive, and in the new interview, Murphy also addressed the rumors that uh, he that he heard the rumors, and based on the fact that they were clear a lot of the titles for that show, and he can't 
neither confirm nor deny. Now, the rumor first sparked after a fan noticed that 20th Century Fox filed a new trademark for American Horror Story Radioactive, which was believed to be the title of the upcoming Season 8. And fans quickly assumed that the new season might be having some kind of a apocalyptic or post-apocalyptic storyline. Some even said that it might be about America's nuclear accident involving President Donald Trump and North Korean President Kim Jong-un. So we have to see what happens. And NSYNC will, NSYNC will be getting their own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, but fans will have more to celebrate. The Bye 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 hitmaker reportedly plans, plans a special reunion performance for the Walk of Fame ceremony set to take place next month. The boy band made up of Justin Timberlake, Lance Bass, J.C. Chavez, Joey Fantone, and Chris Kirkpatrick will have their names cemented at 7080 Hollywood Boulevard in Los Angeles on April 30th. The ceremony will kick off at 1130 uh, p.m. Pacific Time and will stream live on walkoffame.com. The members have taken to Twitter to celebrate the news. Uh, meanwhile, um, uh, this is what Lance tweeted. He said how fitting the ceremony will take place on it's going to be May Day. See you there. Meanwhile, Joey teased a few minutes before the performance. In the next few minutes, everyone will finally know what time and day NSYNC is getting a star on the Walk of Fame. And JC, he retweeted the announcement from NSYNC's official Twitter account saying that it's, it's official and that everyone's invited to watch them get the star on the Walk of Fame on Monday, April 30th. And I'm sorry, that's 11.30 a.m., not p.m. Now, Justin and Chris have yet to share their reaction publicly, and the former is currently on his Man of the World tour in support of his fifth studio album of the same title. And on April 28th and 29th, a day before the Walk of Fame ceremony, he is scheduled to perform at the Forum in Inglewood, California. Now, there were rumors that the group would reunite during the Super Bowl halftime show, which Justin headlined this year, but that didn't happen. The five-some was last seen together in August of 2016 when they attended J.C.'s 40th birthday bash. Wow. Right now, we got 15 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to also take another uh, music break, and when we come back, I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere.
the latest from Tony Braxton and Long As I Live. Beautiful song. Right now we got 10 minutes left remaining in the show and for the last remaining stories of the week, uh we have uh oh, we have um Tony Winner Broadway Store has uh she uh both stars, Tony Winnie and Broadway stars, have joined forces and voices on the song Found Tonight to, find, to Fight Gun Violence. Hamilton creator Lin-Manuel Miranda and Dear Evan Hansen, they uh, star Ben Platt, they will donate proceeds from their just-released duet to the anti-gun violence March for Our Lives. Uh, Found Tonight is available on iTunes. It's a mishup of a of a song from Hamilton by Miranda and one from Dear Evan Hansen by Benj Pansek and Justin Paul. Cameron Caskey is a student from Majority Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, where a gunman killed 17 people last month, used social media to encourage people to listen to the song. Since the shooting, uh, students from 
schools across the country have taken an anti-gun message to the street, to lawmakers, and to the White House calling for action to prevent any more senseless killing. And uh, the uh, rapper Logic, um, he's apparently decided to end his relationship with his wife, Jessica and uh, Andrea, after two years of marriage. The couple reportedly called it quits, although the exact date of their split was unclear. According to TMZ, the couple has not filed for divorce. However, it seems that a reconciliation will not likely happen. On January 22nd, Jessica posted a video of their togetherness on their Instagram account. She captioned it with a message wishing Logic a happy birthday. At the 2018 Grammy Awards in January, they were still seen walking the red carpet together. And at the time, Logic was nominated for two awards, including Song of the Year for 1-800-273-8255. And despite the unknown reason of their split, hints of trouble between the couple on Instagram and Twitter, the rapper married Jessica when he was 25 on October 22, 2015. They decided to marry after two years of dating. In May of 2017, Logic told Billboard that he hopes to have three children with his wife. And Jonas Hill, older brother, died last December from a blood clot that blocked a lung artery along with other factors, according to a medical record. The cause of death for Jordan Feinstein, who died on December 22nd, was revealed online by the Los Angeles County Medical Examiner. The report showed Feinstein suffered from a pulmonary thrombinism, which is a clot that generally begins in a person's leg and blocks an artery in a lung. The report also lists deep leg vein thrombosis, a blood clot that generally occurs in a person's leg as a cause of death, while pneumonia and obesity was contributing factors. Feldstein, a talented manager, was 40 years old when he died in December. Feinstein, uh, Feldstein, I'm sorry, served as the manager for the pop and rock band Maroon 5. He was a childhood friend of the group frontman Adam Levine and took to the managing job when he was 21. He also worked with Robin Thicke and Miguel, among others, in his career. And g Easy obsession with hip-hop began in high school, freestyling with the best friends in the cafeteria, and recording songs after schools in his bedroom on a cheap microphone he bought from the Guitar Center. And without the pivotal high school days of posting his music on MySpace and selling CDs out of his backpack, it's difficult to imagine g Easy becoming the massively successful rapper he is today. Well, since releasing his first mixtape a, de- a decade ago, g Easy has become a consistent and present on the Billboard charts, and he's beginning to play legendary venues like Radio City Music Hall, where he performed Tuesday as part of the Beautiful and the, the, and the Damn World Tour. Now, high school memories also form the basis of a 28-year-old rapper's motivation to take part in Stay Amp, the March 23rd concert in Washington, D.C., that will support the March for Our Lives rally and benefit gun violence prevention groups Guilford and Evertown for Gun Safety Action Fund. And while g Easy is quick to admit he isn't used to being politically outspoken as an artist, he's been inspired by the wave of activism from students in the wake of the Parkland High School shooting in Florida last month that left 17 dead. And g Easy will co-headline Stay Amp alongside pop punk band Fall Out Boys. The show will also feature performance by Lizzo and uh, B.B. Rexa, as well as appearance by students, gun violence survivors, and Marjorie Stoneman, Douglas High School alumni. 
March 24th, the day after state amp, approximately 500,000 protesters are expected to participate in Washington, D.C. March for Our Live event, which is about 500 other satellite marches happening simultaneously across the country. A South by Southwest concert set to start the roots was abruptly canceled because of a 26-year-old man bogus bomb threat. Austin police swan the fair market venue after event organizers Live Nation received a threatening email around 4.30 p.m. local time Saturday. The show's sponsor, Bud Light, ultimately canceled the hip-hop show about a half hour before it was scheduled to begin, and this is according to the Austin Statement newspaper. Officers serving the building, um, Governor Greg Abbott, office said that there was no threat found. Questlove, the Philadelphia-based band drummer, cautioned fans about the cancellation on Twitter and then deleted his tweet. The alleged hoster, uh, and identified as Trevor Ingram, was nabbed around 11.15 p.m. and now faces charges of making a terrorist threat. The cancellation followed a mysterious string of serial mamas that have been had killed two people in Austin and injured several more, and a 17-year-old boy was killed Monday when he tried to open the explosive packet left on his front porch, and it's been uh, discovered that the alleged uh, bomber killed himself last night. Uh, he was, uh, they had found him, cornered him, he pulled the car onto some kind of, like a ditch-like, and, uh, uh, he uh, set the bomb off in the car and killed him. So killed himself. So uh, I just uh, I don't like to talk about those kind of news, but um, yeah. And I know the people in Austin can can vow a sign of relief, but you know they also say you know just also be cautious and be careful because you never know what other. Bombs he might have left behind The alleged terrorists Had left behind So be careful out there Texas And uh, Iggy Azalea Has officially received A permanent residency in the United States That's right The Australian born rapper Announced her green card was approved 12 years after she initially moved to America The 27 year old artist Whose real name is Amethyst Amelia Kelly also took to Twitter on Thursday to respond to negative comments she received following her announcement. Azalea, who was born in Sydney and grew up in New South Wales, moved to America in 2006, making stops in Miami, Houston, and Atlanta. She then relocated to Los Angeles in 2010 to further pursue her music career and exploded into mainstream a few years later with a song like Fancy, Black Widow, and a feature appearance on Ariana Grande's Problem. And uh, those who earn lawful permanent residency in America are permitted to live and work in the country indefinitely, but the distinction differs from being a United States citizen. People who live in America through lawful permanent residency don't have the right to vote and remain citizens of a different country. And uh, Short Fuse rapper Azalea Banks, she failed to show proof she finished six hours of anger management over the past year, dooming her opportunity to get her club bouncer boob-biting case reduced to a violation on Friday. The foul-mouthed performer brought paperwork that said she only did two hours shy of the requirement of her Manhattan criminal court plea deal struck a year ago. 
That led prosecutors to object to her misdemeanor being dismissed in favor of a violation. And the judge said that Banks had had, had to come back on April 3rd for prosecutors to sort out the discrepancy. Bank lawyer uh, said that he believed she actually was in compliance. Banks' infamous temper flared as she left the courthouse. She insulted reporters and photographers following her to the street. Banks was busted in December of 2015 on a third-degree assault charge for chomping on the breast of a security guard at Up and Down on West 14th Street after she got kicked out. Well, that will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Make sure you stay warm, stay out of the snow, be careful out there. I will talk to you next time. Take care. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.